A scandal in the Ugandan coffee sector reached boiling point when earlier this year a contract referred to as the Coffee Agreement was thankfully prevented by a group of honest politicians who saw through the scheme designed to enrich a few at the expense of the industry. The contract in question was between the Uganda government and an Italian private investment company, Uganda Vinci Coffee Company Limited, UVCC. The agreement was widely seen as detrimental to the domestic coffee industry, more on that later, and came on the heels of the country's departure from the ICO with what some, including us here at Bartok's, considered suspiciously coincidental timing. When Uganda left the ICO in January 2022, it elicited a combination of confusion and frustration, not only at the international level, but also among their own farming community. Coffee is an important commodity for Uganda, as Africa's second-largest exporter by value, they realized revenues of circa $719 million in 2021. The sector employs over 1.7 million farmers, the majority of which are smallholders. In 2021, Uganda produced 406,000 tons of coffee. Shortly after they announced they were leaving the ICO, the Uganda Coffee Development Authority, UCDA, issued a statement listing their issues with the membership, for which the ICO issued a response refuting each point, remarking that Uganda never engaged on the issues which they now raised as so important. Now, following this, the contentious coffee agreement was signed in February between the mysterious organization called UVCC and the Ugandan government, a month after the country announced their departure from the ICO. Perversely, the economic reasons given by the UCDA for leaving the ICO would likely have been worsened under this contract, initiated and driven by Uganda themselves. The statement issued by the UCDA in January included a reference to ICO indicator prices, which are used by coffee buyers as a benchmark, yet their computation may not have sound statistical basis, thereby disadvantaging especially robuster coffee producers. Yet under the coffee agreement with UVCC, the private company, with no successful track record, will have rights of first refusal over purchasing of coffee produced in the country, effectively giving them pricing control over the industry, a potentially massive source of profit at the expense of the coffee farmer. Bartox has seen reports that reference the best coffee from Uganda, Screen 18, which has been fetching close to 3 US dollars per kilogram, and it was believed that UVCC would pay only 1 US dollar per kilogram. The full article is quite in-depth, so if you'd like to know more, visit Bartox and search for Uganda, UVCC. Grupo Chimbele inaugurates newest hub in the Oceania region. Grupo Chimbele recently launched its hub in Melbourne with an inaugural event in May. Through this event, the group fully commits to supporting the growing fascination with coffee in the Oceania region. The new hub is strategically located in Melbourne's central business district, which has been dubbed the coffee capital of the world. This is an example of how coffee is an integral part of Australian culture, where many, for example, attribute the origins of the now ubiquitous flat white. Australians are likely to give the new hub a warm welcome. The Italian-based company believes there is no single answer for everyone to extract the best from each coffee, so they have different setups to allow for experimentation. According to Grupo Chimbele, 
The showroom has a fully immersive area where professional baristas can intimately familiarize themselves with the machines and figure out which will most effectively suit their exploratory needs. Especially in Australia, coffee is viewed as a way of life, placing importance on quality, paying close attention to the origin and type of being used, roasting, and taking the time to enjoy the outcome itself. We're proud to be able to provide such a space to encourage experimentation and allow creativity to flourish with our machines, said Millie Chan, Regional Director, Grupo Chimbaili Asia Pacific. She is sure the space will prove successful. The showroom features one area for each brand of the group, where visitors can engage in operating La Chimbaili, Fema, Slayer, Casadio, and Fayamina. Grupo Chimbaili's Leading Machines As the Melbourne hub put brands into the centre of attention respectively, people can expose themselves to their preferred coffee brewing machines and try different experiences. Appropriate for high-volume coffee production is the La Chimbaili series, namely La Chimbaili S15 and S30, while a manually operated slayer is available for those who want to specifically focus on extraction. Fama, a classic 60s machine that has modern tweaks, has the patented smart boiler and perfect grind system. It has customizable features, mainly water temperature, pressure, and extraction time, that users can set based on their liking. Some of the biggest names in the coffee industry attended the inauguration, including Lavazza, Illy, Grinders Coffee, Toby's Estate, Padre Coffee, and Pablo and Rusty's. Sintagon unveils new coffee packaging machine. German packaging supplier, Sintagon Technology, has introduced its newest coffee packaging machine, the PMX. The company's latest addition to its portfolio of packaging innovations seeks to meet the manufacturer's needs for various products and formats, while claiming more sustainable credentials as well. Sintagon has been active in the packaging industry for over 160 years. Today, the company develops environmentally friendly packaging solutions, minimizing the energy consumption of its machines, and working toward goals to reduce its emissions. The Germany-based company focuses on pharmaceutical packaging and processing, where its intelligent technologies enable the safe and high-quality production, processing, filling, inspection, and packaging of liquid and solid pharmaceuticals. Moreover, it is a food packaging and processing technology developer, offering solutions for a variety of confectionery and dairy products. The PMX is a flexible modular machine consisting of several units that make dosing and closing of packaging easily configurable. That isn't to say Syntagon has prioritized configurability over productivity, as the single-tubed PMX is capable of producing and filling up to 65 bags per minute, while the double-tubed PMX can reach an output of 100 bags per minute. Additionally, the designers of the machine kept in mind the modern requirements regarding sustainability and digitalization. In an effort to keep energy consumption as low as possible, Syntagon's engineers equipped the PMX with condition monitoring. Product manager Christina Holmes said, the digital condition monitoring supports manufacturers to meet growing sustainability goals, such as minimizing packaging material, energy, and gas consumption. The machine is also designed to process recyclable packaging, materials, and valves made of monomaterials, like polypropylene or polyethylene, to meet the needs of sustainable value creation. 
The PMX enables manufacturers to create packaging in various shapes and sizes. The capacity of coffee bags ranges from 200 to 1,200 grams, but manufacturers can also decide to make the bags reclosable via tin tie, labels, or adhesive tape. Additionally, the neutrophil process, in which the coffee is gas flushed before and during the packaging process, ensures aroma protection. With the PMX, manufacturers can pack their goods securely, which further meets modern sustainability demands, as the machine is designed to process all relevant recyclable materials into high-quality packages, according to Christina Home. Offering a sustainably packaged product also gives the manufacturers a way to differentiate their brand from competitors and sell their products for a higher price. The Norman Borlaug Institute is an institution named after possibly the most famous agronomist, who won the Nobel Peace Prize after his research revolutionized food yields. He was credited with saving billions of lives from starvation. The institute is active in Honduras and is now working to improve the quality of life for Hondurans. It is establishing the Honduran Coffee Academy, a new academy with laboratories that will give face-to-face -face and virtual training for coffee farmers as well as job opportunities for the youth in the country. According to Roger Norton, Regional Director for the Borlaug Institute and Director of the Center for Coffee Research and Education, while the project's purpose is to benefit all coffee farmers, we are emphasizing promoting coffee industry opportunities to Honduran youths. We will also place emphasis on helping women coffee farmers develop the knowledge and skills they need to succeed. The Borlaug Institute is named after Dr. Norman Borlaug, also known as the father of the Green Revolution, and the one who led initiatives worldwide that contributed to extensive increases in agricultural production. The Institute strives to uphold its namesake's legacy by running projects worldwide that help local communities and elevate smallholder farmers out of poverty and hunger through agricultural science. The project will last five years and is funded by the U.S. Agency for International Development, in collaboration with nonprofit ACDI and VOCA. They will offer education in two specially built laboratories with the most advanced technologies for coffee processing, roasting, cupping, and developing barista skills. It will also implement a complete curriculum related to all aspects of coffee production and the coffee industry, from plant genetics onward. The Borlaug Institute has already completed six other coffee-related projects in Africa and Latin America. The Institute hopes to achieve a positive impact on Honduran economy, both by improving the country's vital coffee industry and helping provide additional employment opportunities for Hondurans. Others like Tom Hackett, whom Bartox has interviewed previously, has also recognized the challenges in the country. Hackett is the founder behind Dwellings Now, a charity that is committed to building homes and changing lives by providing shelter and hope for recipient families, as well as a life-changing experience for those involved in the building process. Dwellings Now builds homes and changes lives of coffee farmers in Honduras. Honduras is the largest coffee producer in Central America and the third largest in Latin America. It's the fifth biggest coffee producer in the world, producing about 4% of the world's coffee. More than 100,000 Honduran families are directly involved in the country's coffee industry.